You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. This Thursday marks the beginning of the 2007 Newport Beach Film Festival, which will spotlight over 350 films from around the world, including features, shorts, documentaries, and animation. It will compete for a series of awards. With us today is Greg Schwenk, executive director of the festival, which runs from April 19th through April 29th. Greg Schwenk, welcome to Film School. Hey, well, thank you, and, and good morning. You must be pretty excited right about now, because I know you've been working on this for quite a while, and, and uh, day after tomorrow is the uh, premiere night. What are your feelings right yeah. now? I know you want to talk about the films, but are you, uh, are you pretty much uh, outside yourself? <laughs> no, I mean, I think the whole staff is very excited. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've, we've watched this grow uh, over the last eight years, and we are extremely confident that our audience is going to be uh, pleased with what they see and really find some unique experiences. And so that's, that's really what we're trying to bring together for Southern California and Orange County specifically. Do you have any particular film that you're really excited about out of the, the many that are we there? We have over 300 films. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, actually, we have, we have 409 films. Oh, my goodness. So we've, uh, we've exceeded our original yeah. expectations of the number of films we'd have in the festival. I mean, I think... You know, when I'm talking to filmmakers, and especially when uh, I'm out talking with people about what they've read on the website or, or what they've seen in some of our literature that they're very excited about, I think, you know, like a parent, I like all of my film sure. <laughs> or all of my children, if you look at the, yeah. the, the films that way. It's just this, the rich diversity that the festival has. And, you know, there are a lot of films that have something for everyone. I really believe that we do this year, and I believe that we have such a... Uh, a depth of programming that if if you like if you like action sports if you like foreign film if you like documentaries if you like anime we have that and we have multiple films and we have multiple films making U.S. and even in cases North American or world premiere uh, with our festival so it's a great great line and let's not forget and if you like John Wayne <laughs> oh certainly I mean if you look at if you look at the mandate of the festival is to bring to our community the best in classic and contemporary filmmaking. Uh, with the retrospective Wayne Centennial, we are taking that to a whole new level. We actually will have more retrospective film in this year, uh, in 2007, than the last seven years combined. There will be ten films screening at the festival, uh, nine in direct conjunction with the festival, and then a tenth screening at the Dunes uh, outdoors in Newport Beach. So we, we have quite a few films for those who love John Wayne. Well, let, let's, uh, Greg Schwenk, let's run through some of the logistics of the uh, of the festival. As uh, Nathan said, it runs from the 19th to the 29th of April, and that's just uh, starting this Thursday. Well, where are the theaters that people can come and see the uh, the film festival? Well, first off, if people wish to purchase tickets, they can log on to our website, and that's Newport Beach Film Fest. FEST.com, and that's the easiest and least expensive way to purchase tickets today. Okay. Um, then you can also, if, if the Internet's not your thing, we have a uh, 800 number, and that's 866-NBFFTIX. 
and operators are standing by to uh, to take uh, your ticket orders. But that's given the way the ticketing works, it's a little pricey from my perspective. Uh-huh. And we really encourage people to go online to purchase tickets because it's easy, safe, and uh, fairly economical. As far as coming on down to the festival, we really have two, well, technically three locations. Uh, we open at the Big Newport, which is there in Fashion Island, supposedly the largest screen west of the Mississippi, according to Regal uh, Publicity. And um, you can purchase tickets online, and we'll have a very limited number at the door. But we really encourage people that wish to come out to see sort of the grand spectacle of a film festival. Opening night is, is that. And then, what um, time is uh, should people be looking at to get there for opening? Well, uh, doors will open at seven. The program will start at seven thirty, and that will include some presentations by the mayor, Chad Lowe, the director of Beautiful Ohio, Michelle Trachtenberg, one of the stars, hmm. and we have a number of other people uh, coming in to celebrate their films uh, that'll be running throughout the run of the festival at the opening night. So you get to see a lot of the celebrities in one big push uh, as far as the opening night. Then we, everyone moves after the screening to a huge post-party over in Fashion Island, and that has bar by uh, Level and Carl Strauss. Uh, we've got uh, food by 15 of the top restaurants in Newport Beach doing their signature dish, and it's just, it's just a really great way uh, to kick off the festival. Friday, everything moves to our two locations that we have for the run of the festival, and that's the uh, Regal Island Cinemas in the center of Fashion Island and the Regency Lido Theaters over uh, on Via Lido. And those two mm-hmm. locations run film every day uh, for the run of the festival. And you know, the bulk of the film will be at the island's uh, cinemas there in the heart of Fashion Island, and uh, only because they, they, we t- we're taking over all seven screens there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's the one screen at the Lido, uh, but that's just a beautiful, beautiful location uh, to screen and to enjoy. Yeah, great I really, I really think it's one of the most uh, beautiful older theaters that I know of. Yes, yeah. it really is. Opening night sounds really fantastic. I mean, is it very pricey to to, to take in that whole party well, atmosphere it, and all? It, it is. It's well, I guess. I mean, I, I'm a pretty frugal guy. Okay, uh, <laughs> but it's one twenty-five. Okay, for that ticket. It's our opening night. Uh, that includes the film. That includes the post party. So we really try and right. You know that's that's our that's our most expensive ticket, and you look at the general screening tickets, and those are ten dollars. Okay. And then for students and seniors, uh, we have an eight dollar program. So it's it's a it's we try one one of our other goals aside from bringing the best in classic and contemporary is to make it accessible to people. Mm-hmm. Um, another aspect I that I'm very proud of on on both levels of of bringing unique opportunities and accessible, we have a, a wonderful seminar and symposium program at the festival. Uh, On Saturday and Sunday, we will be hosting uh, a number of symposiums and seminars that are free to the public. And that's, most festivals are charging quite a bit of money for those, but we really want to make sure that people have the opportunity to experience the film festival and experience that interactivity that is sort of the hallmark um, of any good program like this. So that again, if you check out our website, uh, those, those programs are on there, but we've got screenwriting, directing, the music composition panel, I know, will be booked. I mean, it is just—it's going to be packed with some of the people that they have. So these are industry people coming to talk about making films. You got it. All right, okay. and is—is is it at the same locations? Uh, yes, this it's symposium? actually at the Island Cinema this year. We we normally have it over at the Newport Beach Public Library, but we decided to kind of experiment with this and see what it's like to bring everything into the theaters mm-hmm. where. 
really try and keep it all in one location, and that way people can come in, see a seminar, go over to a movie, or vice versa. You have 409, you said, films? Is, yes. Doesn't that get a little overwhelming? <laughs> I mean, well, I think, you know, that, that, putting it into perspective, I mean, we have about 250, 260 short films, which are broken up into different okay. short selections. So if, if I go see a uh, part of the short film program, I'd probably see, what, about uh, five, six films uh, per showing? Okay. That is correct. So you get anywhere between four and seven, you get to get a, a nice flavor of what short film is like. And then uh, the rest of the films are either our retrospectives, the documentaries, or feature films. So it's, it's, it's a little bit more manageable than this 409. That, sounds, that does sound a little overwhelming, and uh-huh. definitely to my <laughs> staff and myself at times it is overwhelming. Yeah. But it, it is very approachable, uh, and I think if you know the website really breaks it down nicely and gives you a great deal of information about each film, whether it be a short or a feature. And I, I encourage you to take a look at the short film because I think the only time people hear, at least the mass public hears about short film, uh, is when they're watching the Academy Awards and they hear about these awards that are going to you know best short film, and it's come and gone, and they don't necessarily get exposed to it. You know, we've got probably, I, I, I firmly believe, 250, 260 of some of the best short films on the festival circuit today. Wow. The screening and the, the, the quality control uh, that we have at our festival, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with. I've, I've often wished that there was more opportunities for short films to be shown just on a, even a weekly basis, you know, that a, a theater would open it, you know, have a Thursday night screening of short films. Uh, because it is a uh, an underappreciated uh, genre of film, and I'm and I'm certainly glad that you have a whole uh, a whole segment. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, tell, talk a little bit about the awards. How does that process work? Uh, wh- who are the judges, and and uh, who wins? Sure, uh, we have basically two components of the the awards. Well, three components technically. Um, we have the the festival, and that includes uh, myself the programming team, uh, members of the jury, and uh, we also take some key indication from the, from the audience to give out some festival awards, uh, and those are presented earlier on in the evening of the awards program. We then have the juried awards. The jury consists of members, uh, a few members from our community, um, a few members from the film industry, and a number of members uh, from the academic community uh, that have a background in film uh, or media. And this, this jury has been uh, brought together, and they have screened a number of the films beforehand. They'll also be screening some of the films at the festival, then convening and weighing in on, on what they feel is the, the best out there that we have to offer. And last, and, and, and definitely not least in my mind, are the audience awards. And that is everyone that gets to come in uh, that uh, sees a film is encouraged to vote on that film. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, audience awards, uh, you know, for documentary feature, uh, foreign feature, and uh, short. Now, over the last couple of years, documentaries have have uh, starting to become a lot more popular. I, I don't know if that's Michael Moore's fault or uh, how it came to be, but um, you've you've got quite a selection of documentaries yes. going on uh, at this festival. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about that, and and do you have any favorites out of that lineup? There's two things I love about the festival that are my, my personal passions. One of the seminar programs, because I think they're really cool, and docs. I, I've been a huge fan of docs before they were popular. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was addicted to the History Channel way before yeah. Michael Moore was making movies, oh, yeah. and or at least before he was popular in making movies or well-known. We do have a great array of docs. 
one in particular that I'm I'm fond of, and I think has done just a great job, is um, a Heart of the Empire. That is a documentary about the uh, uniform enthusiasts uh, that uh, mm-hmm. dress up like Star Wars stormtroopers, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, the whole range, and go out and do good deeds. They go out to the you know children's uh, pediatric cancer centers. They go out for blood drives. Uh, they go out to uh, you know other groups. Uh, what maybe it's even through Make a Wish and and really you know, give back to their community in a way that's extremely unique. And we've got the West Coast premiere of that film on on Saturday, and we've got a number of the members of the 501st Battalion coming out uh, and supporting their film in, in full uniform. So it should be uh, both entertaining and and just really moving. And we're, we're actually giving a proclamation from the city of Newport Beach to the 501st Battalion uh, for their uh, their efforts and endeavors and their philanthropic work. I think the thing that makes documentaries so so interesting is that the people who make them most of the time are obsessed with the with the subject matter and they bring that passion to their films. And that that is the Well, thing. they have to live it too. And they That's, really do live it. They, and the and the chances are of them ever making money are fairly small. They do it because it's something that they feel they need to do. I wanted to um, uh, highlight a couple of documentaries that look interesting to me. There, there's one about Kurt Cobain, about his son. Yep. Uh, Judy Toll, The Funniest Woman You've Never Heard Of. Yes. Um, I, which, I never heard of her. I was just <laughs> going to say that. And I, I pride myself on being uh, very much a, a fan of uh, comedy, and I've never, I have never heard of her. There's just a number of really interesting-looking documentaries. Of course, there will be some about uh, world politics and such but uh, we're speaking with greg schwank about the uh, 2007 newport beach film festival uh, which runs from april 19th through the 29th you've got yourself 10 days here uh, just personally how are you going to manage this well, <laughs> are you going to work 24 hours a day for the next 10 days well most of my staff has been doing that for the last 10 so we're, <laughs> we're, we're ready for it this is when the festival from a business standpoint you know, will swell to over 500 people working on it. Uh-huh. And so it, it, is, it is never a single person like myself going out there and bringing this all together. It is truly, truly a group, a massive group effort, but especially for the execution of, of, of an event like this. You know, it takes, it takes an entire army of, of volunteers and, and leaders and, and people who are very skilled at what they do. Today, tomorrow, those are my scary days. Yeah. Thursday, uh, you know, we look at it. The problems we have, I tell people, they're forty-five minute problems because if we haven't solved them within forty-five minutes. They're no longer problems. Yeah, uh, it's just, it, it, it just has to get done. Greg, thanks very much for coming on. We want to continue to support this film festival. As it's uh, wonderful, it's film not just festival. something that happens right here in, in these North last County. three weeks. Four hundred and nine films. Yeah, it's yeah. something that happens over the course of a year of you putting it together. So we we encourage you to come back and let us know how it went. And as you move forward into 2008, we'll do what we can to, to, to help you out. Well, I want to thank you guys and thank your listeners, and I hope to see you all out uh, at the festival. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at org slash filmschool.